Hello and welcome to the Emperor's new podcast, Cuscoween Special. <laughs> Today I am joined by a very special guest, granddaughter of the infamous mad scientist Dr. Vile, and known for her many crab experiments. Please welcome Agatha Vile. Good evening, or morning, or day. Whenever you're listening to this, it is I, Agatha Vile. And I am here with this caster of pods discussing a llama. Yes, today we'll be discussing The Emperor's New School, Season 1, Episode 20, The Yzma That Stole Cuscoween slash Monster Masquerade. But mm-hmm. first, I'd like to ask you, Agatha, how much did you know or how familiar were you with The Emperor's New Group franchise before this podcast? Well, I enjoyed the movie and Eartha Kitts. Ah. I could listen to her voice all day, all night. Rest in peace, my beautiful queen. She was part of inspiration for becoming a mad scientist. And I was trying to watch the series as a child, but I believe I was in that phase where children watch cartoons and go, Ew, this is for babies. (laughs) So unfortunately, I don't have much memories except for one episode, perhaps you remember, where one teacher looked like Lon Chaney Sr.'s The Phantom of the Opera. I think I know what you're talking about. And there was a moment where he was unmasked. It was a Scooby-Doo situation. Yes, I do know. That was the mystery of Michu Pachu is the name of that episode. You are very wise with your knowledge. And I know you are married to Melina. Is that correct? <laughs> Um, <laughs> you were the mysterious Mr. M, were you not in that episode? Um, I like that new nickname, but, um, <laughs> it was a terrible nickname. It should have been Mr. E. <laughs> so what did you think about the episodes you watched today or the episode segments you watched today? Well, the one thing I could think of was why was Peru? is where this takes place, correct? Yes. They are Incans. Mm -hmm. Why are they celebrating a known holiday that is Irish? And then it got me wondering again. In the movie, Cusco's guards perform a dance similar to Irish dance, most recognizable in the stage production of Riverdance. I believe there was some cultural trading happening within that time period. However, the arms down wasn't really a thing until the 60s. So it's curious about how all these cultures combine. I don't think this is an Incan tradition, but what do I know? (laughs) Also, apparently they invented rockets and electricity. So, But the episodes, although were quite nostalgic and Yzma and Kronk work very well together, it is a shame to say that there was... So many good ideas that had to be crammed into 10-minute segments. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just, they wanted to do so much. I believe they tried to make all the rhyming happen in in that first segment. If you would like to discuss it and not have me blabber all the time. Yes, the Grinch parody. Yes, another inspiration of mine. Except for his abuse towards his dog. I yeah. don't like that. Um, 
I really lo- like that. Um, I think in the movie, some of Yzma's design um, is very Grinch-like with her big, fluffy thing. Oh, and that smile. And that her, gorgeous yeah, smile. I was surprised to find that Eartha Kitt actually voiced her in the series. Yeah, er- Eartha Kitt voiced her till, well, till she couldn't anymore. Unfortunately. Yeah. I also remember one other thing which made me not enjoy the series. I hope this doesn't offend you. Cusco is a pile of trash. Yeah. Why, after all those movies, and he acts like a brat that I want to slap. It was all that work for nothing. Yeah. Why did they do this? I think they Answer me! I think they were stuck. They didn't. I don't know. I think that they just didn't know how to make it work. I'm sure they could have done better, though. They could have. They could have made Cusco a more balanced, um, a more, they could have made Cusco still be that egotistical, but not like so egotistical. Perhaps being too overly helpful in order to earn praise, to get a good view and perhaps be a butt kisser. I don't know if they're swearing aloud. I'm not a swearing type of person. But I am reining my control in. Aside from Melina, obviously, my favorite part of the series. Oh, your wife. Tell her I said hello. Okay. Has always been um, Yzma and Kronk. They do play off very well together. I do like the, the way their dialogue worked and how they bounced off one another. It was one of the highlights. But the constant stupidity, I can't figure out a more polite term for it of Kronk can be tiring after a while. That's why, that's why the, when they gave him a whole movie, not everyone was big on it. There, you never give a side character their own s- series or movie or sitcom. It didn't work with Cheers. It didn't work with this series. It didn't work with that Jimmy Neutron and that Sheen. I did not like Sheen in that series. I I didn't like Sheen in the original series. So. He was bearable. I could understand his obsessions with certain objects, like me and my crab experiments. So there is one thing I, um, in the second segment that Kronk said that I thought might upset you, um, though it's not about crabs. He said something about like, well, at least he's not a lobster person or something like that. I don't care for lobsters. Well, I can I can deal with them, but I don't care to experiment on them. It doesn't bring me joy, as that one woman says. Well, Kronk doesn't doesn't seem to care for them that much either. He's a Um, good man. He's a smart man, at least in that area. Yeah. Now here is my question for you: Are you familiar with Inca? traditions um a little i uh after the movie i sort of went to research to find out you know what was accurate and obviously what wasn't very good what candy would be given out on cusco well i prefer Ween. um i'm not sure i may have to look that ah you fool i already have a list Ooh, neat please read it well they do like their caramels and mm. they're sweet potatoes, but they also have roasted milk, which is like a creme brulee, a creme caramel, 
which is not quite from that area, but it is a popular comfort food. Rice pudding and key lime pie. However, that would be quite difficult to put into a basket. Yes. Or gourd. Do they have gourds in Peru? Oh, they must. Oh, I sound horrible. It's okay. Um, Don't tell me how to feel. I liked that when they flash back to when Cusco was a kid, Yzma Yzma hasn't aged a day since then. She's still as beautiful as ever. But of course, it does make sense. A leader threatening violence for getting the things they want. And of course, he takes the idea of a hardworking woman, trick or treat. He took that from that poor woman working at that restaurant. Typical men. No offense. None taken. Mm. Well, typical Cusco. And I, I, for some reason, I just, I just get a kick out of the, um, the whole, the thing where Isma gives Croc the Croc gets the gold star. He's a good boy. He deserves all the gold stars. And it does yeah. make sense if he gets a potato peeler. They do enjoy their sweet potatoes with their desserts. I do know that. So I hope he enjoys that potato peeler, and the whole. Message of the story is having a holiday that balances out between fun and scary. If it were me, I'd lean more to the scary side, but not too scary. I do understand there are little kids who enjoy dressing up and getting candy. I used to be one who would be scared of her own shadow, but then I became a mad scientist. But now I have a little puppy who just turned four months old, and she is very scared of loud noises, so I have to now lean towards more the fun, childlike innocence of Halloween than the scary. So I will join the scariness to myself while she naps. Yeah. She's also part crab. (laughs) Of course. A mitten crab. They are very fuzzy. What did you think of when Yzma turned into a giant snake? Of course, she was beautiful. And and she finally won something. Something she deserves. However, I think they should have uh, adjusted the facial features of this monster ball that she starred in. It was too human-like. And I would like to know if anyone had any nightmares based on this. I know the animation wasn't the best. It is one of those type of series. But imagine... Sleeping, and in the dark, you see Yzma's face with a snake body. That is someone's fetish. And I don't judge them. Because it is Eartha Kit. <laughs> so, why did you pay that one... What is his name? Quaka? Why did you pay him to send the note to Lena? Why did you pay him? <laughs> uh... <laughs> and what is with the clown? Were there clowns in Inca times? Clowns that horrible? No, but there are now. I don't want them there. Isma had the right idea to pull the lever and get rid of him. Yeah. So, do we know what the other... So, Isma and Melina both got letters of a secret admirer. Mr. M. Do we know who the other teacher looked like? Because... I believe Yzma got, it was a wrong delivery, correct? And yes. It was supposed to go to another teacher. In this series, did they show who that other teacher was? Or is it supposed to remain a mystery? I don't think they ever do. Shame. I believe she looked like Eartha Kitt. 
Probably. Mm. Sorry. Anywho, Inca's invented rockets, apparently. Mm. There's some speculation about that, but... And the she-bat and he-bat. Yes. That's a new experiment I would like to work on. Except it's a crab-bat. Mm. What? Sounds neat. Neat? <laughs> That's all you could say? Neat? It sounds crabulous. I'll allow it. So the whole message of the story is... Just ask. Because, what is it? I didn't know Kronk had a thing for Melina. And then I wonder, how old is Kronk? If he's chasing after a high schooler. Yeah. I'm calling the police. (laughs) Kronk, I'm sorry. You can't do this. But I was also hoping Mr. M would climb Yzma like a tree. Because, damn. Oh, no. I meant damn as in... A beaver dam that Cusco probably turned into. Oh, it's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> well, it's now rated E, this podcast. I apologize. I honestly, I have some notes, but I mentioned a lot. I'll mention one, another thing that I have oh, on here. Please don't keep me taking over oh. the whole podcast. It is yours. <laughs> they repeated a lot of gags in the movie throughout this. And my least favorite, which they had some here, is um, Tipo and Chaka arguing. That gets really tiresome after. Oh like, yes. Five. Are you? Do you have? Are you? Do you have siblings? Yes, I have two older siblings. So we both know what it's like to argue with siblings, especially when they yes. do that type of argument. Yeah. Oh, it makes me grind my teeth. It makes my knee act up. The one knee I electrocuted. I'm pretty sure you've heard of that. Yes. Yes. But. Um. Go ahead, please, because I have a what? thing that annoys me, which is, please don't be angry. I can't stand the squirrels singing. Oh, I was about to ask you about that. <laughs> I only want to hear that type of singing once during I... the holiday season Yeah, when I'm shopping at a store. And thank God we don't have to shop at stores anymore so I don't have to hear their wretched voices. It was too much. But they invented a lot of things back then with the rockets and the unicorns. But Yzma was right about one thing. Dances are useless. Children who listen to this podcast, if you never go to a dance, you're missing out on nothing. Do whatever is comfortable to you. However, if it is a costume dance, have fun. They won't recognize you. You could slip in and no one will ever suspect a thing. And then you could take over the school. <laughs> what was I talking about? We were talking about, um, well, I think the last thing we were talking about was the squirrels and their singing. They're awful. So the episode, they were mm-hmm. trying to figure out who the mystery man was. And un- oddly enough, Isma and Melina both get baskets addressed to a Mr. M. Yet it is not the same person. Mm-hmm. Why? Of all the I letters didn't... of the alphabet, why M? Especially for that quaka. And I was disappointed that he was not a real quaka. <laughs> They're adorable. I want to give them claws. I don't know. 
Is he always like this? Does he always have a crush on Melina? Not as much. Later, he sort of becomes uh, uh, a psycho, <coughs> a psychophant. A what? To Cusco. A fanboy of Cusco. Oh, I thought it was an elephant that went crazy. That would be cooler. That would. And it would make more sense with this series. He didn't turn uh, into any animals, but Yzma turned into a beautiful snake. Mm-hmm. With the odd face that could give children nightmares. Send your emails and ask, or answer our asks, if you were traumatized by Yzma turning into a snake. And if not, send emails. Do it! <laughs> I was hoping when Melina mentioned this about her secret crush, he, she mentioned it was a he, and in the back of my head I said, Maybe it's a girl. But then I remembered when this series took place and I thought, oh, who am I kidding? Ah, what a shame. But at least we can uh, agree that things are more progressive on the Disney Channel. So perhaps if this was made today, perhaps everybody would be interrogated. And more interrogations could have been done. Uh, Were there cops and detectives in Incan Time? Because they played uh, good cop, better cop. I don't think they were called that if they had them. I, I would love to watch a series of an Incan detective. I don't know what it would be about. At the end of the series, Melina becomes a reporter. Oh, does she? I was worried yeah. she would become the queen. No offense, darling. You can do so much better than Cusco. Yeah, she becomes a reporter. And I always thought... It'd be neat to see like a story from her as a reporter. This just in. Our neighbors, the Aztecs, invented hot chocolate. What does it taste like? It's spicy. They're not neighbors. They're very far away neighbors. I don't remember. I used to get everything mixed up. Probably because I tried to eat the textbooks in order to consume their intelligence. And I ended up getting indigestion instead. What got you so interested in the emperor and his new groove in the school. That's a long story. Um, when the movie first came out, uh, I thought it was fine. I didn't see it in theaters. I got it rented on VHS because my parents cannot stand David Spade. Um, I can understand to an extent. Sometimes voices can be a little too grating. I did find out, I'm sorry to interrupt, the voice actor for Cusco is known for doubling a voice replacement for both David Spade and Steve Buscemi. Interesting. I looked him up and he also got in trouble with the law for putting security cameras in his house. People of the internet and those who listen, if you're going to put security cameras in your house, tell people there are security cameras in this house. And they will say, Oh, all right. And they won't be freaked out and they won't sue you. And if I do find out you're putting security cameras in places where there shouldn't be, I will find you or my spy crab experiments will find you and they will pinch you in places you don't want to be pinched. Have you ever been pinched in the inside of your elbow? No. Nope. know the places to pinch. Where we will show no mercy. Um, Anyways, please continue. After 
that a little while after that the sequel came out and i thought it was man it's fine i mean i had seen a lot of really bad sequels at the time so you mean most disney sequels yeah then the show came out and i thought it was fine oh and that's where you met your wife oh silly me i should have put two and two together and then i had a weird dream (laughs) oh you too what I, i said nothing this is a really weird dream um so I in this dream I was, I oh, was oh one of those dreams. Never mind. I was babysitting Stewie Griffin for some reason, <laughs> and at a grocery store, and he framed me for stealing, shoplifting, or something. And for some reason, Melina was the cashier, and that was weird. And for some reason, that made me really want to check out the TV show again. Um. The best way I could describe the face I'm making is I want you to look up Trailer Park Boys and the character Bubbles. And you will understand the face I'm making when you told me this dream story. And then after I watched the show, I decided, well, I should really revisit the movie. So I revisited the movie and now it's a hyperfixation of mine. That's perfectly fine. Hyperfixations can be healthy. And... Keep us distracted, especially with what's going out in this world. But don't worry. It'll all be over. Eventually. Not that I'm going to blow up the world. Nobody said that. What? I'm joking. I'm not that mad of a scientist. I'm just going to flood the world and turn everyone into crabs. Yeah, works for me. And now, I must ask, why was it the Lon Chaney teacher... In this Halloween special, wouldn't it make more sense? Yeah, I don't know. He was just in that. I think he was just a one-off character in that one episode. That's awful. I wanted more, especially when he says his son lives with him. Lon Chaney Sr.'s real-life son was the werewolf. The wolf man. Mm-hmm. Imagine the Phantom of the Opera and his son, the wolf man, living in the same universe as Cusco. That would have been more entertaining, and perhaps it would have gotten the third season. But it didn't, and then it failed. Do I frighten Fun you? Fact. No. Fun fact about... Did you want to? Maybe. <laughs> Fun fact about that character, he's voiced by Frank Welker. Oh, Frank Welker. He voices everybody. Including Scooby-Doo and Fred. Yes, he's been doing it for many years. He voices everybody and everything. When you're not looking, mm-hmm. he's there. Laura Bailey, she doesn't exist. That's Frank Welker. Matthew Mercer, who's that? That's Frank Welker. He voices everything and everyone. Nothing can stop Frank Welker. Nobody. He's right behind you! I got no reaction out of you. I'm disappointed in you. Sorry. You better be. So in this world, Cusco basically invented trick-or-treating, I guess. No, he stole it from the Irish. <laughs> but of course, he also stole the idea of trick-or-treating from a hard-working woman. So, what can you do? Politicians, am I right? <laughs> I also noticed, and I don't think, I don't remember this being in this episode before, the theme music, they show clips from the episode. Explain. When they're doing the the theme song for the show, they normally would show clips from different episodes, but this time there was a whole section where they specifically show clips from this specific episode. And it was a Halloween special, so 
It would make sense. And I don't remember them doing that before. I don't know if Disney Plus went back and edited it in there or if it's always been like that. I don't remember. I don't remember either because this is the first time I've seen this series in 84 years. Yeah, so that was an interesting thing I noticed. Well, I enjoyed it if that was not common. I enjoy little cute tidbits. For example, the little hidden cute tidbits. For example, one of the costumed characters in the next segment was a naked mole rat. Was that a shout out to Kim Possible? It's certainly possible. Ah, (laughs) You will be spared. Because they've done it um, since then. They've made references to other... They had a whole thing where Cusco pops up at the beginning and talks about renaming his show and it's like Cusco of the past and that's so Cusco and Cusco which is the weirdest one. Mm. He's very full of himself. Also, I enjoy how progressive Kronk was wearing a dress and rocking it on Yzma Ween. And there's more costume options because if I was forced to wear something to look like Cusco, I would make myself dead Cusco. I'm sorry, I only enjoy the Cusco in the movies, not in this series. Meh. Cusco's not my favorite part of the series, so I'm Mine is Yzma. I think that may be a reason why people had a hard time enjoying this series. You have a main character who is too unlikable. You can have main characters that are unlikable, such as... In Philadelphia, it is always sunny. They are very Mm -hmm. unlikable characters, but they work off of each other. No one is perfect. However, you surround Cusco with Melina and Kronk, and you wonder, Why the heck am I rooting for him? I don't want to root for him. I want to root for the woman and the strong man and the beautiful principal. Get this scrawny man out of here. I don't like him. He's annoying. And he gets yeah. straight C's on purpose because he doesn't try hard. He is also a try hard. And is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Hmm. Well, I did like the decorations and the design of from both the series and the movies. It is unfortunate for how cheap the animation was. They could have done much more. And with how much, how long those segments were, I knew those animators, those creators, were dying to cram more in. But they had to fill it with <sighs> reused jokes and cheap humor. I don't mean all humor in there is cheap, but it was forced in there to make it last longer. If they were given more to explore i think this would have been a longer running series that would have been full of nostalgia and wonder like my grandfather's documentary that was only 20 minutes long you've seen that correct it's been a while but i'm probably gonna you should his work is unforgettable and then that little crab that escaped from him and we will never know the results of what happened to my great-grandfather. His wife left him for a mermaid. He suffered for so long. What were we talking about? Um, I think we were just wrapping up talking about the Emperor's New School's Halloween special, uh, I guess yes. I'll say. Anyways, please give your wife my regards. I hope she is doing well. And okay. I'm sorry that her message got mixed up and that little quaka stole your message to her 
you should have taken her to the dance. But why a man bat? Nothing mm. more exciting, such as a man crab. I'm uh-huh. disappointed in you. <laughs> Next time, take your wife out. Go to a costume ball. And dress up as crabs. Anything you want to plug? I have plug nothing to plug except Black Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter, Believe Women and Victims. Go vote and never scare a welder. They are very, very scary people. You never want to make them angry. I have a roommate and I made her angry and she welded me in my room. I've been in here for three days. Well, thank you for coming thank on Thank you podcast. for inviting me. I hope this episode brings much joy into the lives of the listeners. I guess you shall sign off on this spooky yep, episode. Thank-, thank you for listening, thank everyone. You and listen more to the podcast or I will find you. And we will pinch the inside of your elbows until you listen to it over and over again. What's his name?